Well, amen and good morning. Happy podcast day to you. Pastor Rich here. Uh, first and foremost, want to say hello. Happy spring. Hope your life is going well. Hope everything in your world is wonderful. We are living, obviously, in, in the last days. We're living in a world that's falling apart right before our very eyes, as was prophesied. Now, there is an exp- expiration date to this life and to this world in which we live. Uh, however, for us believers, we live forever uh, with God. For those who deny God, we're gonna, they're going to live forever too, but they're going to live forever in a torment. So uh, keep the pathway to heaven. Keep following Jesus Christ and don't ever uh, quit. Not only don't quit, but you ought to get hotter and hotter for Jesus as the day goes by, not colder. Don't, don't, don't become lukewarm. You know, don't backslide, but rather keep your zeal, keep your fire for God. Amen. Well, let me pray for you. And I want to get right back into this, uh, how to stay clean in these last days. Lord, thank you now as we come together uh, as a group of believers, Lord. I just pray this podcast, this information goes wherever it needs to go and reaches the heart of those it needs to reach. And I thank you today, Lord, for peace. One of the greatest uh, uh, possessions or promises of God is peace. So I pray for peace now. I pray for a freedom. I pray for clarity of mind in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, Amen. Well, God bless you once again. If you have your Bibles, get your Bibles out, get your notebooks. Help me share these podcasts. And also, you can go to richardsummerlin.com uh, to you know find out more about us or to find more information, uh, listening tools, and so on and so forth. Pray for us. If you want to support us financially, uh, you can as well. We take these monies. I don't take a, a paycheck or a salary out of Richard Summerlin Ministries. Uh, we use the money from Richard Summerlin Ministries, and we sow it back into other ministries, into missions, into needs of the body of Christ, and on it goes. So uh, please consider, you know, not only praying for us, but financially uh, helping us as the Lord leads you as well. Amen. I want to talk about this now. We've been dealing with uh, how to stay clean in these last days. And, and, you know, you may not think it's a problem, but it's a huge problem because I've seen a lot of Christians, a lot of believers, not only here in Palm Coast, but I have, you know, lots of pastor friends and a lot of ministry friends all over the, the United States, and we we're, we can see now uh, there's a group getting hotter for Jesus, but then we see another group that used to be hot, and some are getting a little colder and getting into that, you know, maybe lukewarm state. And I want to deal with that, and I want to deal with the first thing today is a familiar spirit or familiar spirits. And the reason I want to, I want to uh, talk about this is because a lot of Christians are being led away by the deceiving lies of Satan. Uh, in the Bible, Jesus warned us, the Bible warns us throughout the Gospels into the letters that in this last day, there's going to be those who come in his name, Jesus' name. They're going to come and, de- and try to deceive, lie, manipulate, use sorcery, witchcraft, and on and on it goes. Well, the problem is a lot of people think that the supernaturalness is only uh, only comes from God or from good available to the believer, and that's not true. There's there's black magic, there's witchcraft, there's sorcery, there's you know the Bible even deals with in a couple scriptures. We'll get to a spirit of divination, uh, which is you know a lot of us have studied this uh, soothsaying or a spirit of Python. Uh, there's there's several spirits that we see throughout the Bible deemed by God uh, in in warning us the believer to know that there are superna- that Satan and his demons do possess supernatural ability 
And a lot of times, I don't know why, I've said this for years, why a believer uh, is so you know, intently wants weird and, and supernatural, goofy, like it seems like the, the, the more weird it is, the more hungry a lot of believers you know, become for it. No, it's very simple. Every supernatural thing is stabilized by the word of God. Every supernatural thing that God does uh, has, a, has a foundation of God's word. It's not free from God's word. It's not secondary uh, from God's word. It comes from the word and the word manifests and causes a supernatural uh, impact or a supernatural phenomena. So uh, you got to look at that. If the word's not involved, the spirit of God's not involved. If the word of God is not involved, see, a lot of people have reduced the word of God to like boring, like the word's boring. It's old fashioned. It's, you know, it's written in old English, the King James or, you know, and then we get into some other versions and even perversions that have changed the whole meaning of what God intended for us to have. And we start liking that a little better because it's modern, modernized, you know, it's uh, we've reduced it. Uh, to, you know, to something that God didn't intend it to be. Come on, I'm preaching pretty good already. But the, uh, we can see throughout the scriptures, and we even see today in the modern day church, and I'm not talking about the bad church, but in church today in 2022, that a lot of people are being deceived by demons and doctrines of devils. Let me give you some scripture here. Uh, number one, I want to go to 1 Timothy 4.1. And I'll read this out of the King James. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. All right, let's think about this now. When we're talking about familiar spirits, we're talking about uh, uh, familiar spirits. Uh, are, they are, number one, you, if you're taking notes, they are for real. You know, don't think this is just a little phrase or a, you know, Bible churchy lingo that we've come up with this name. No, a familiar spirit is a real spirit. And we've, we've got to understand that this familiar is a Latin word, word meaning family. The Bible word familiar is a Latin word meaning family. And I want to deal with two different kinds of familiar spirits. Number one, being familiar with you, man, and familiar with how God works with man. So let's look at familiar with man first. Something that is familiar to a man is usually accepted by a man, uh, whether it's right or wrong. It's just familiar. You, you know, you don't want to examine it because it's a familiar thing. You don't, you know, give too much care to it, heed to it, uh, because it's just familiar. Something we've always dealt with. Something you know that's always been around. Well, that's fine. But let's just think about this. Well, what if? Uh, Satan has had an influence in your family, on your uh, family, in your life for forever, and it's ungodly, it's wrong. However, just because that's the norm, you've accepted it just to be life. Well, let's hold on here, here for a minute. Let's think about this. Uh, and I want to go to a second scripture in Leviticus 19.30.31 and kind of talk about uh, this familiar spirit or what it really is. It says, Leviticus 19.30 and 31, you shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary, I am the Lord. Do not turn to mediums uh, or necromancers. Do not seek them out, and so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. Let's look at this first word, mediums. A medium is a source of information. Now, talking about how to keep clean in the last days. Well, in order to keep clean, we got to see the the, the, uh, the you know the 
uh, faucet of filth or, or the, you know, the flow of filth in our lives. And that would be this me, this word medium, this word medium is where you get information. And it's a, a person, a demon, a spirit, uh, speaking on behalf of its source. Uh, we get the word source sorcery. All right. So a, a medium, let's just say a person under the influence of Satan would speak information that's evil or, or the source of his information is demonic or, or satanic. So now here in this scripture, obviously in Leviticus, they were dealing with law for the believer because believers were going to mediums who were under the influence of Satan to get supernatural information. Come on, I'm preaching pretty good already. I'll go somewhere with this in just a second. Just hold on. And uh, when they couldn't hear from God because they uh, didn't want to hear from God or they didn't want to pay the price of godliness or go to temple or sacrifice or live a holy life, it was just easier to go give a few pennies to a, uh, a medium and say, hey, you know, tell me what's going on here. Give me some information. Pretty sad, huh? Well, let's look at today now. Let's look at one of the, the modern church. Now, when I say it in this second time, I've already referenced the modern church first, meaning the church of 2022. But now I want to talk about the modern church, meaning the church in 2022, but the church that's become so modernized, it's really not godly at all. And let's let's look now. Could these pastors, could the, quote unquote, could these ministers, ministries, uh, be getting information from uh, a me, uh, you know from Satan and becoming Satan's medium in ignorance by way of deception uh, and on and on it goes. Now you say, preacher, why why are you going to talk like that? Well, I know the information that's coming out of a lot of ministries uh, online on TV and on and on it goes. And I've, you know, matured enough and am close to the Holy Spirit and have learned to test and try the spirits. But a lot of believers, for some reason, have become gullible to the point or to a fault to where when they hear something edgy or catchy or, or like, uh, you know, it's like laced with, uh, you know, it's like mischief. It's like uh, spooky. Uh, we get hungry for it. Or our ears perk up to it. Yeah, that's your soul. That's that old man that you should be, you know, putting a, 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 a shovel of dirt on daily and killing him and putting him, you know, to sleep. Uh, but the the things of God should not be edgy and spooky and they should not, you know, tickle your ear or, or cause you to, you know, the, an alertness to come because, oh, I've never heard this before. And that's what's happening now in the modern day edgy, you know, godless church and people are swarming to it for some reason. I hope I'm helping you. I'm, I'm, I'll get to the clean part in just a moment. Or how do we stay clean? How do we keep free from these familiar spirits? Uh, now, the second familiar with man, we've dealt with that familiarity. Uh, just things we reduce to life. But then the second one is uh, familiar with how God works with man. So uh, just like God assigns angels and God deals with us by the Holy Spirit... So does Satan assign angels and deals with us in the spirit realm. Now, as Satan does this, uh, just like God knows everything, well, Satan doesn't know everything. Uh, God's the only one that's, you know, omnipresent, omniscient. He knows everything. He hears everything. He's at one place all the time and every place uh, beyond that at every time and, and on and on it goes. 
Well, Satan's uh, limited to his information, so Satan has to actually build a case or a, a history or a file or files on you on your life, your, your likes, your dislikes, your sin, you know, what flavor of sin do you like, then on and on it goes. And then he'll try to get that information and entice you according to your past, according to your files, according to what you used to like, uh, so on and, and so forth. I hope I'm preaching a lot better than what you're saying out there. Come on now, say amen. So, so back to this now. We, we look at in Leviticus, do not turn to my mediums, uh, and on and on it goes. There's a big, a big, big push right now in the body of Christ where everybody wants to be prophets and prophetesses. And they even think now they can go to prophet school. And I'm going to help you with this a little bit today, that there's an actually a prophet school to where you can become a licensed, ordained, authentic God prophet. Well, just let me help you now. That's not biblical. You, you don't have scripture for that. Uh, every prophet of God was chosen by God, anointed by God, empowered by God, and then God spoke to them with supernatural information that humanity would not have known lest God told them. Now, uh, that's the, the beginning. Now, we also see in the scripture, starting in the Old Testament, where God would take, if you will, a senior prophet, and the senior prophet under the direction of God would go find the lesser or the new to become prophet and then anoint him with oil and, and release the anointing on their life, you know, the senior prophet onto the uh, lesser prophet's life or the younger prophet's life. Uh, once again, it was still a God calling, a God ordination, and it was still an operation of heaven uh, directed by God. So we don't see anywhere where a man chose or picked the office of a prophet as a profession. Now, once again, uh, we can teach people how to, how to prophesy out of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we, we know there's a gift to prophesy a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, and we can teach people uh, how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and how to flow within these gifts. Uh, but that doesn't give you the, the that doesn't warrant you or give you or uh, you can't give yourself the the title of a prophet or prophetess because you flow in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Those are the Holy Spirit gifts. The Bible says that He wills to you to help somebody else. So what are we teaching these people? Like I, I watched a little clip. I watched several clips because I want to see what's going on. I want to see what, you know, what we're up against, what the body of Christ is fighting or hungry for, and on and on it goes. Well, they teach in a lot of these classes, uh, like, a, like when you're prophet, quote-unquote prophesying, I call it, not quote-unquote, quote-unquote prophesying, or uh, to call it what it really is, prophesying or becoming a medium uh, of Satan. So... Uh, these so-called Christians will sit down, tap into the spirit realm, and then this demon spirit begins to tell them addresses, colors, you know, dog names. No, no, no. Now let's just stop here. That's not Bible prophecy. That's that's not a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge. Uh, that's information that Satan, this familiar spirit, has obtained uh, within the file of your of the the, the subject that this so-called prophet is prophesying uh, to, 
and it sparks interest. How how can Satan know? How well, hello, wake up. How could Satan not know? You don't think Satan knows your at your last address? You don't think Satan knows uh, who your your you know second dog was? You don't think Satan knows what color car you drive? I mean, that's so far removed for Satan to know. And when someone knows these things, we deem him a holy prophet of God. You you can't find <laughs> this is so ridiculous to me, and I'm not laughing at you or, or you know making fun of anybody. But this is so removed from the scriptures, it's so ungodly, it's so far-fetched, I, I can't really imagine how the body of Christ has gotten hungry for this and how the body of Christ has, has gone into these fields uh, of ungodliness and then deem it godly. Well, we can go back to the first scripture. Uh, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that latter time some shall depart from faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Are you still with me? Someone say, amen. Let's look at another scripture. Let's hold that thought where we're at. Let's go to Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 13. It says, when you come into the land the Lord God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns asunder his daughter's offerings, anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens, or sorcery, or a charmer, or a medium, or a necromancer, or one who inquires of the dead. Um, for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you, you shall be blameless before the Lord your God. Now there's a lot, there's a, a, a lot there, obviously. There's uh, different uh, words, so on and so forth. But let's just compile it and let's just say this. You're not to practice, and I think it sums it up pretty good. Uh, we're not to uh, follow the practices or the abominable practices of the nations around us. Uh, that's very simple. The believer ought to be a Bible believer, ought to be you know uh, fastened or, or rooted and grounded in the Word of God, uh, not be not you know be alien from the Word of God, but we should mirror the image of God's Word, and we should be empowered by the Holy Spirit. We shouldn't be an image of the Holy Spirit. We should be an image of the Word of God, and our power should come from the Spirit of God, who God's given us to enlighten us. Come on now, say Amen to this. But if someone wants to come to you and prophesy and tell you uh, what color car you have, and you you get wild about it. Uh, you might need a little help because if someone comes and tells me you got a red truck, well, number one, I'd say it's public information. You can Google that. If someone goes and tells me about the third dog, that's easy information to find out. That's not exciting to me. If someone tells me, and on and on it goes, even if they tell me something that no one else could know, but it, it's not, it, it has no bearing. It's not, there, there's no, you know, there's no God in it. Come on, are you here? Uh, I'd bind that thing up and I'd shut that person down real quick because the moment uh, you get, you know, wooed about it, the moment you get excited about it, those demons now are going to go to work and those demons are going to try to dirty your garments. Come on. Are you still here? Can someone say amen or something? I don't know. Glory to God. I'm preaching pretty good. I think. Let me look, give you another scripture. Second uh, Corinthians 7 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, 
perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Wow. Hey, all right. Uh, what do you think God's trying to do by telling you uh, natural information? Do you think God needs to get your attention by telling you addresses, dogs, colors, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, things about you in your past? No, 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 no. Let me help you with prophecy. A word of knowledge is the knowing of God. This is in the nine gifts. It's the, the ability of God that God reserves things for himself like he to himself he reserves knowledge or information that's way beyond uh, demons devils uh, fallen angels way beyond a person of this world in the spirit realm without him Uh, God has superior information now that's knowledge that's information now the word of wisdom is how to deal with the knowledge that God has presented to you that no one else knows and the equivalent of this would be prophecy, or it's a, a gift or an utterance of God. We can also see a tongue and interpretation of tongue, which is equivalent to prophecy. Because the, the supernatural tongue would not be your prayer tongue. It'd be a, a, a gift of the Spirit that the Holy Spirit, uh, by way of heaven, gives you information to pray out in an unknown tongue. And then he'd give you the information in a known tongue to speak out naturally so it becomes fruitful to the hearer. Once again, equal to prophecy. God doesn't need colors. Come on. Uh, God doesn't need to talk about birds or fish or anything else uh, to give you information. The supernatural information of God is full of divine power and, and guides and leads you into truth. And you should, come on, by the Spirit, know the difference between good and evil. And if you've gotten so far off that the spirits of evil uh, are, are, you know, peaceful to you and are enticing to you and you enjoy these things. All right. So let me ask you this then. Why not, you know, uh, why not just go find a fortune teller? You know, why not go, I don't know, a horoscope? Why not go to a psychic? Well, preacher, that's, that's evil. No, no, no. That's the same thing. Come on. That you're doing when you listen to people who have self-proclaimed them to be something God did not call them. Preacher, just you're scaring them. No, I'm not scaring you. I'm just telling you these, these facts. Like we could even say this. Let's say a, a preacher takes a subject of the Bible that may or may not be. Not, now, I'm not saying that every subject of the Bible is important. But the greatest subject is the, of the Bible is Jesus Christ. The greatest subject of the Bible or or that we could convey to somebody is heaven. It's getting someone born again, getting them into heaven, disciple them. But let's just say I take a minor thing and I begin to key on a minor thing and I begin to lead people uh, not into the, 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 you know, Jesus, discipleship, uh, full rounded believer, but I just, you know, take something, let's just say like money. Let's just say my ministry is based on money. That's all I talk about. Money, 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 money. You getting rich, you getting money, you being blessed. Got to have money, 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 money. Things, 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 collections, collections, collections. Um, that, my friend, could be information that's con- that is being conveyed by an evil spirit, even though it's, a, it's God information. It could be being conveyed to that person, and that person be- could become a medium for this ungodly spirit. Oh, help us, Lord. What, oh, you know, uh, I'm trying to just enlighten you, really, because there's so many false and so many 
uh, demon voices that are being conveyed. And, and my question has been this, like, you know, this is confusing to an immature Christian. If they're under the influence of God, how'd they get on Christian TV? If they're under the influence of God, how'd they get on, how'd they get on, how they, well, let me help you. And I don't want to put all Christian TV down because there's some great people on Christian TV. Then there's some great light coming from Christian TV and other channels. Not, not worldly, but I'm talking about when you know, people preach. However, could, could it just be that the Christian television owners or stations have, uh, you know, bills and have to produce a certain amount of shows to get finances? And maybe they're not the sharpest uh, Christian either. And, and maybe they're deceived or wooed by these so-called that have the phrases and different things that, uh, yeah, we'll give you airtime. Maybe they're wooed by their, their you know, uh, fame. There, you know, there's a lot of famous preachers. Uh, maybe they don't know how to deal with a famous preacher because uh, they're afraid that they're going to get in trouble with all their little famous preacher buddies. I don't know. But just because they make a TV show or, or a radio station or radio show doesn't mean they're right. The Bible says try the spirits or test the spirits. Maybe I'll get into that next week. Let me leave you with this. James 4, 7. How do we, how do we stay clean in these last days? This is probably one of the number one scriptures for me, not Bibles. You know, I'm not saying the Bible gives us one, two, three, four, but for me to you to stay clean is to con- continually submit yourself, therefore, to God, to God's word. Come on now, are you here? Say, man, you need to fall in love with God's word, not, not Christian things, not things in the spirit realm, uh, not, not the Holy Spirit without the word of God. Yeah, you need to love the Holy Spirit. But you uh, remember, even the Holy Spirit has come to do the work of the Father. He's, he was given to us by the Father to lead us in the ways of the Father, not to separate us. So you can't replace your Bible with the Holy Spirit. You can't set your Bible down and pick up the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. You keep your Bible in your hand, in your eyes, in your ears, and the Holy Spirit will begin to lead you and guide you in all Bible truths. So let's look at submit yourself continually. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. That's a good point to end here and to stay clean. Amen? Uh, stay clean. Listen, uh, you know, if, if staying clean is called uh, a prude, old-fashioned, uh, cultish, I don't know what, what they're calling me. I really don't care. I'm heaven bound and I'm happy about it. I'm clean. I'm not perverted. I'm not filthy. I'm not dirty. My garments are not dirty. So you call me what you want. You deem it what you want. Uh, but uh, I'd rather go the way of God and be called names by backslidden people uh, than go the way of a backslidden person. Come on, preaching pretty good. Well, glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. We're in the last days, that's for sure. Exciting times. Uh, don't be afraid about it. Don't you? Don't be spooked out about it. Uh, just become a little wiser in the things of God. The the better you know your Scripture, the easier it's going to become to see the fake or the false. But don't let people uh, spook you out, weird you out, and get into this. You know, I don't know the seducing spirit and draw you away from God. Stay close to your God. Stay close to righteousness. Stay close to holiness. Amen. Uh, heaven's coming soon. Are you ready? Well, God bless you. Uh, Pastor Rich Summerlin here. Hope this helped you. Um, you know, write me, drop me a letter, uh, become a partner. If you're not richardsummerlin.com, 
uh, newwaychurchfl.com here in Palm Coast, Florida. God bless you. I love you.